0: All right, so let's make it plain. This week on the Make It Plain Wayne podcast, we're going to be talking about a simple question. Really, it's, it's, it's a simple reality that people are uh, kind of stuck in, whether you're in coronavirus or not, and whether it's changed your life or not. The common denominator seems to still be there with this question. People wonder, can anybody help me? Can anybody help me? because regardless of, you know, the weather or the industry or the family makeup or uh, whatever it is that you're going through, a lot of things are consistent. A lot of times things are consistent and you start to look around and you just wonder, like, can anybody help me? Can anybody help me? And (laughs) the sad thing is there are some people that are so jealous of you, so jealous of you, they wouldn't stop for one second to give you anything because they've spent so much time jealous of you. It's almost disrespectful for you to have everything that they want and then still wonder why you don't have more in life. So the way I got into this topic, the way I got into, you know, thinking about this was just thinking about all the areas in my life personally that I had to get called out on, you know, that I had to get rocked and rolled and burned and cooked on where I'd finally just kind of stop and just sit there and think like, "Ah, can anybody help me? Can anybody help me? You know, almost to the point where I decided I'm going to do one or two things either. I'm going to completely build, (laughs) build my own system of help for people, or I will make sure without a shadow of a doubt that in the future, I know how to get this type of help, no matter what it is, from certain types of people. Oh, leaky, leaky faucets. I have a plumber already on speed dial. Oh, you got a toothache? Here's my dentist. You can chat with them. Oh, you need windows and siding? This is who you need to chat with. You need a new water heater? You need your walls fixed? You you, you need this kind of therapy? <laughs> You're having trouble in your marriage? You need to go to a sex shop? Go to this place. your your kids aren't able to speak well, you need a speech pathologist, go to this person. Head, neck, and, and stroke issues, and you can't eat or swallow, well, go talk to this person. So a lot of times what a lot of people don't realize is a lot of your leaders, a lot of your leaders have a problem with a lot of things. And what they did was they found a lot of solutions to them, and they just made themselves so resourceful. Uh, I love watching on, uh, I believe it was ABC. If you're watching How to Get Away with Murder and Scandal, this was something that Olivia Pope and uh, Annalise did very well. It wasn't that they were covering up things. It was that they were so resourceful because of their time, because of their experience, because of all the things that they were trying to do. So while you're sitting there asking can anybody help me? <laughs> You've actually been taking the notes this whole time and not realizing it. All you have to do is complete it. You've been thinking, Oh wow. I need somebody to come and help me. When in reality, you just need to keep filling out the the spaces on your board. You just got to keep going. Like that's, that's the real help. So <laughs> it's like Candyland or Monopoly. I, no full, full disclosure. I'm going I'm to let you all know. Full disclosure, I have never played Monopoly. i played several Nintendo games, several Sega Genesis games, several Super Nintendo games. Well, I didn't have a Super Nintendo, but I would go to a friend's house that had it. Um, several PlayStation games. I love the fighting games. I love the adventure games. Um, I've played several of those games, so I know how to play some games. Um, but you've got to, in in the pathway of a board game, you've got to keep playing to get to the end. So if you stop mid game and just continue to ask questions, that is good. It's good to ask questions. It's good to collect your knowledge base, but please don't let that stop you from playing the game. And I, I really feel like that's the big trick is, uh, like I, I've been mentored and molded by several great people that have helped me. And, and one thing that I have to my credit in in my favor now is I have, um, about four or five female bosses that care. And, and here's the thing, they're not going to take it easy on me because I'm a man and I don't know what they're going through. Um, they're not going to take it easy on me because I have a nice smile, uh, what they're going to do is give me the criticism, but in their love, in those downtimes, we can be real and just talk as people, but they're never going to withhold criticism or the things that will help me be better. You see what I'm saying? And this is this is this is what I mean, that criticism and working with these professional women is helping to gear me up and mold me in a way that I don't deal with those issues anymore. Public speaking is an issue. We've dealt with that already. Not having the right product knowledge when I'm standing in front of somebody. We've dealt with that already. Man, Wayne, you could really use a manicure. Dealt with that already. Or Wayne, mm, too much cologne, but dealt with that already. Or if you're just doing classic dinner etiquette. Uh, like, like say, for example, you're going out with a client. And one client is real country. They don't care that you know the salad fork and the dinner fork and they just want to know if you like steak. You don't have to go through all the different cuts and all the different types and where it's shipped from. They just but buddy, I just want to know if you want a steak. <laughs> like that's all you want to know. So being refined and adjusted and molded by quality people. Um, and I realize I just said a lot by saying that being adjusted and molded and and, and uh, um, upgraded by quality people, um, it is a blessing. But it does not come without criticism. Even I, for years, my favorite boss uh, uh, was a, a gentleman that had been, you know, in the industry for you know twenty plus years, led these award-winning teams. Um, That was my favorite boss. It was a gentleman that was, you know, old enough to be my dad and just great stories, great training, great coaching, like everything he taught me were things I could use today. And I still keep him close to my heart. So when we're coming back to the can anybody help me question, there's nothing wrong with asking for help. If anything, these people prove that I did need the help that I did need the professional growth. And then when you come to the athletics world, good God, I can only imagine how many coaches and camps and videos and training centers and uh, janitors keeping things open and clean. And if you were to look at all the people that led to Tom Brady being successful, if you actually had to see them, You'd say, wow, if that's what it takes just for this quarterback to be successful, I wonder how many people are instrumental in helping me that I'll never know. You don't even know the people that worked in the factory to give you your toilet paper. You don't even know the people that worked in the factory to make you your Germ-X. You don't even know the people that worked in the place to, to create and, and, and filter out the process for you to have a quality seatbelt before you got in that accident, you don't even know. So sometimes it's not, can anybody help me? It's, do you understand all the help that you have? And will you go to the quality help? And so then I get to these talk show hosts and some of these popular you know videos, people you know video on their videos in their car. I love doing that because you' you're like you're in your real time zone. that's real time. You get in your car, you talk to people that's real time. But Steve Harvey, Wendy Williams and Der- Derek Jackson are not perfect. but here's the thing. there's gonna be some things and some wisdom you can pick up off of them. Now can you go everywhere with them? No. Like, I know I'm not going to go everywhere in the car with my dad. He, we just might differ on some things. He might say, well, I'm going to go get some Chinese. And I might say, I'm going to go get sushi. I like sushi now. We just might differ. It's OK. You don't have to drink and eat the whole buffet of that person. There's going to be some things that Steve Harvey doesn't like about himself. There's going to be some things that Wendy Williams doesn't like about herself. There's definitely some things Derek Jackson doesn't like about himself. I remember when they were dragging him through the, the, raking him through the coals, some people... uh, I have a lot of cavemen as friends, and some of the guys were pulling up, him cheating on his wife, completely being connected to his horrible football seasons in college. I'm like... That's a whole new level of petty. And please don't act like everybody you know in your life is so top-notch, is a Masters golf candidate, is green jacket material. Please don't. Don't play. Don't even play. Not everybody you know. Not all of your friends are perfect. Somebody's going to embarrass you. I don't think it's human to not have somebody that will embarrass you. It's actually good for you. You should be embarrassed out in public Every now and then. It, it keeps you human. Your kids do it. My daughter does it. <laughs> so, you can't eat everything that they eat. You can't receive everything that they're dishing out. It's okay. That's okay. Wendy Williams, I watched her on Dancing with the Stars. Horrible. <laughs> Horrible. And the... the the reason why I'm watching Dancing with the Stars is because I don't know it. I, I didn't know anything about it. I don't know anything about Dancing with the Stars. I don't know anything about those dance shows. I don't I don't want to say dance shows. I'll clarify in a second. But when you're talking about Argentine Tango and Samba and and, and the waltz and all of these, you know, ballet and the classic forms. I don't know that. If people open up a circle at a wedding, or just start jamming, and they're dancing, and I see some guys breaking. Now, if it's, if it's East Coast, then we can go to the ground and do, you know, a little bit of text, a little bit of footwork. If it's West Coast, guys are going to be doing windmills and all that athletic stuff, all the pretty stuff. And that's a whole new ball game, especially like when you get the vietnamese kids involved like one of my uh one of my uh close family one of my brothers and um, when you get the vietnamese guys in there it's a whole new level cuz they're so athletic and and then you got the guys from korea with the taekwondo influence once they start doing windmills and flares and all that like they just change the game up you know <laughs> so it's like that's what i know as dance so one of the things that I started watching was, you know, um, Dance with the Stars, because I know hip hop, I know breaking. I've been breaking has been a part of my life since I was a child. You know, it it just grips you and grabs you in a, in a certain way. That's me speaking. But it was one of those things I wanted to take on and test myself, so I started watching it because these are forms of dance that I knew nothing about that people make a living off of. So when I see Wendy Williams come across and try this new thing as well and expose herself, remember I said, everybody should be embarrassed out of public. I'm like, Oh my God, how are you such a bad dancer? And you talk trash on so many people. Like, did you not realize that all the same people you trash can now trash you for not even being able to keep a beat? Hey, not everybody's gifted in that way, you know. So Derek Jackson cheating on his wife and giving out marriage advice. Wendy Williams is trashing everybody's name. Meanwhile, she's passing out, uh, hyperventilating on her show. Rumored to have drug addiction. Horrible dancer on Dance with the Stars. Steve Harvey is a complete problem in the in the marriage and and dating world. And then gives marriage advice as well. Well, to quote Tobias Whale from Black Lightning, and I can't remember who said this, but they were saying a broke clock is right twice a day. (laughs) I laughed so hard when I first heard that. This is the first time I've heard that statement. Heard it twice this year. I actually, actually, specifically, I heard it twice in March. A broke clock, even a broke clock can be right. Twice a day So Please don't think that you win Anything by stripping down The people that have these Podcasts, the people that have these TV shows by pointing out What they do wrong Because in reality A lot of people are being fed by that Because people aren't going to their Pastors They're not revealing all that information To them, people aren't going to their Therapists Because they don't have one or they won't admit that they need one. And then the last thing is people just refuse to listen. If there's something wrong, people just refuse to listen. Not everybody's taking the time to undress the wounds that are still causing them to act the way they do today. They just, well, that's just how I've always done it. That's just how I am. That's how I act. Well, is that because you choose to be or, you know, because I don't know, maybe something happened to you. Like, all I know is, like, if I walk in a bathroom and the first second somebody opens a door, I get in. you know, I put them up and, and act like I'm about to fight. That's trauma. If everybody if every time a door opens at a restaurant, I look up and start reaching for a gun that I don't have. That's trauma. So I don't know what everybody's, you know, thing is, but taking the time to, to assess yourself is so key and so important. So a lot of people will still be caught up in that question. Can anybody help me? (laughs) And this is where they're getting that help because let's be honest here. Let's be honest here with ourselves. (sighs) If church is on the decline, it's on the decline for a reason. If people aren't seeking out a therapist or therapy for you know whatever ideas or things going on in their mind it's for a reason and if people just don't want to listen just don't want to you know take advice that's all for a reason and if you're still asking these questions for help that's ultimately on you (laughs) and in my podcast about you know don't blame your parents that's kind of what I kind of said in a nutshell is, if you're the same age as your parents when they had you or the same age that your parents were when you were ten or twenty or whatever, now it's on you to go and figure out how to make everything right like I'm watching Falcon and Winter Soldier, and in the first in the first two episodes, the winter soldier has to sit down and do therapy. <clears throat> And just like a classically abused and trauma-filled man, because this is how we are, he tries to hold on to everything he, he, he can. He tries to not speak on as many things as he can because it hurts too much. It hurts too much. Because if I tell her all of my stuff, then I'll be completely naked, all of my wounds, And it's like I'm just standing in the middle of the biggest intersection in the city, exposing all my wounds. And I'm just naked, just strung up like Jesus. So a lot of people aren't going to do that. And here's a little tidbit. I want to leave this for everybody. Um, Church is not a safe place anymore. The church... Specifically in the black community, the church was always a place where you could go and grow, receive momentum in your spiritual life, grow and gain power and gain momentum and go out to your job, go out to school, go out into your community and be revved up in power and and, and retain that power to go out and do more. Well, the black church is the black community. So if the black community is going down, what is the black church actually doing to help the black community? And this is actually why I I still don't understand as a strategy, as a strategy nationwide, the police, the precincts near every black neighborhood or in every black neighborhood have not partnered with the churches and the nonprofits for that community. Who knows the people better than the black church, the most compliant people in the black community and the nonprofits that want to see them do better? And the police aren't running and screaming to partner with them. So when we get to, you know, like the events, like in the news, the shootings, the the shootings that always happen, which are like, I've kind of ignored them by now because they happen so much. Um, by the time we get to those, I'm just like, well, n- nobody wants to change on either side. Like no one really wants to change. So <laughs> it's like people are saying they want to change that, you know, gun reform and all that but it's not gun reform. <laughs> like I can, I can go and make a bow and arrow and do the, the, the same thing that a gun does. It's not gun reform. It's, it's people reform. Um, just people. So, Yeah church is not a safe place anymore because the, the the black church is the black community. And if the black community is going down, then what did the church do? Now, I would I, I, what I would like to point out is just because I'm saying black church does not mean all black churches. There are some churches, if your church is speaking and growing and helping the momentum, white or black, if your church is helping you Spiritually, growth; financially, growth; uh, family, marriage, your your parenting, growth. If it's helping you with all those uh, aspects of your life, who am I to say anything about your church? Like, be excited and glad that you have a, a full, uh, <laughs> a full spectrum, a full tilt, a, a full buffet at your church. Because I, I, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what. Anybody that's trying to get their life together, and comes by and sees that the people at your church have the the, the relationships, they're organized. They're powerful, they're spiritual, their marriages are good, the sex is good, the finances are good, the kids are good, the careers are growing. When you see that happening in a church, you want to be there. When those pieces start falling out, they're gossiping a little bit, people are kind of backstabbing a little bit, people are trash talking this man or this woman because they got a solo in the choir trash talking this man or this woman because they took her cake recipe to make it for you know the the graduation or the easter christmas or (laughs) uh passover play when it starts to get a little bit high school and it starts to get a little bit nasty in there i don't want to be there those are just bad decision making people it has nothing to do with god or with jesus the bible These are just bad decision makers. Why would I want to be around bad decision makers? So we roasted and cooked up church a little bit. So if you've got a good place you go to, take people there. And you might have to just sit out until you find that place prayerfully. So why aren't people going to their therapist? Why aren't people that completely reject the church going and sitting down for therapy? Why aren't they taking the time to admit, yeah, I want to get right, and I'm not going to go to any church, so why why don't I just go to therapy? Why aren't people going to therapy? Tell you right now, it's hard to open that up. It's hard to open that up, okay? It's scary to open that up. Open up that barrel? Oh. Like, I, I don't like talking about this, but people have friends and family members that were raped, okay? Men and women. And some of these men are big, strong, football playing men. So when it happens to these people, you expect it, uh, uh, the the last person, it does manifest into other issues and other things. It's really hard to open that up and you're not going to ever, you're not going to find out. You're not going to know these people are just going to carry around this bag of, of sin and, and, and devils that were put on them at, at the wrong time, which is any time. it was just, it was put on them. It was wrong. Bottom line. It was wrong. Not the wrong time. It was just wrong. Some adult put this on them. And it might not be specifically that issue. It might be some other type of trauma. Maybe they lost their mother or father in a car accident and they were in the car accident. Maybe their mom or dad or family member uh, uh, was lost or killed or murdered in some way that always kind of took a piece out of them. And they can never get that piece back. People aren't going to tell you this stuff. It's so hard to even get it out. The easiest thing to do is just to try to evolve around that lump of pain and just let it sit on you. And and if one arm is a Hulk arm and the other arm is a regular arm, you just try to hide the Hulk arm, the superhero arm, like it's normal. And it's like if anybody has watched the Hulk, like he's like ten times the size of a regular man. Like he's he's gigantic, and it's like people are actually walking around with Hulk arms, expecting everybody to say it's okay. No, it's not okay. You got to deal with those issues. And then then you go to six hundred pound life. This is this is this is what cracks me up about this show, is because I never knew this. I never knew this. You assume that people are big because they're big, and. Wrong, wrong. Almost 99% of the time, I'm looking at my wife's shoulder. I do, I look over her shoulder, she's watching 600 Pound Life, all these shows. It's like the main reason why we got the streaming service AT&T Now, <laughs> because she can watch her shows, I can watch mine. We're a happy medium. Um, Therapy, what does Dr. Now say? I, I'm, I'm recommending that you, he says I'm recommending that you go through therapy because there are some things that you need to get right and get aligned with, and your mind and this and da da da, and you keep falling back and regressing and you know it's doctor now, so he just lets you have it, but you, you you have to choose okay what you're going to do. Everything about you is fed by your food. Everything. Everything that you are and everything you do comes from your food. If I starve you, are you gonna be able to do anything anymore? If I don't put any gasoline in your car, are you gonna be able to go anywhere anymore? Try, okay, okay, let's play this game. Don't put any gas in your car, let's see where you go. Every journey that you take depends on putting gas in your car, or your jet, or your train, or your plane. Food is the fuel for your life. So the type of food you choose to put in your body is exactly why vegans are so hard on us. You don't need to be in that trash. You don't need to be doing this. And this is why (laughs) non-vaccinated, this is why non-vaccinators are so hard on, on the COVID vaccine and all this right now is because we shouldn't have to put any of that stuff in our body. We shouldn't have to touch anything. We shouldn't have to to do anything, and it's it, trying to manage this pandemic whether you're going to get the shot or not. That's completely on you. Whether you're going to get the shot or not, um, make the right decisions and please just be healthy. That's all I'm saying. You know, for those of you that are getting a shot today or, or have gotten the shot, great job. For those of you that plan on not getting it, I understand, I feel you 100%. Great job! <laughs> like, I, I don't know who's right and who's wrong in this scenario. I'm not, uh, uh a doctor in 2040 that can pull up the results neither was I a doctor in the year 2000 looking back all the way at 1918 at that pandemic I I didn't have the research then 20 years ago I didn't have the research two years ago and I'm definitely not going to be the one to tell you what's going to happen 20 years from now in 2040 or 2041 but All I'm saying is, is the food is the fuel that creates and drives you to be exactly what you're going to be. If you're caffeinated, non-caffeinated, healthy, not healthy, it's going to trigger and cause you to do something based on what you chose to put in your body. So when Dr. Now chooses to recommend these people for therapy, I get it every time. I'm like, you got to get your mind right. This food is killing you. You are choosing to kill yourself with every Twinkie. The therapy is a hard box to open up. Because people are just sitting there thinking, well, if I go to therapy, that's going to make it look like something's wrong with me. If I go to therapy, people are going to start to talk about me. If I go to therapy, people are going to think things about me. Let me help you line that up real quick. Therapy is for the mind what a masseuse is for the muscles. Therapy for the mind is what a dentist is for the mouth. Therapy for the the mind is what an orthopedic surgeon is for the knees, joints, tissues, and sports medicine. Therapy for the mind is exactly what a catering service is to someone that does not know how to cook 47, 400, or 4,000 cakes for a wedding party, for a business venture, or a vacation venue. Therapy for the Mind is specifically and accurately asking for a help that you don't know how to give. You're going to give yourself a massage, a full-body massage? You're going to give yourself a, a ray and do a root canal? <laughs> do a filling? Do a cleaning? You don't have those tools. You're not an expert. I, I just really want to see people... Like, like plan this and think this all out. You don't get the mental help. You don't go to a a hypnotist, a therapist, a pastor. You won't read books and do your shadow work and work on yourself. But you think you can do literally everything you set your mind to without any type of knowledge base behind it. So by that terminology... If I don't need a, a mental health therapist, if I'm not going to go to a pastor, if I'm not going to read a book to get that help, I should be able to rec- uh, create a building from scratch with no excavator. I should be able to just walk up to the building and think it into existence. Boom, building. I should be able to walk into my uh, garage and look over left, look over the right. All right. I see space here. There's a space for a BMW. I can just think of BMW in here. Mmm, right there. There you go. Hey, I'm kind of hungry. Can I just think some uh, grilled chicken, not fried chicken, because I'm going to be healthy. Can I just think some lemon chicken, some grilled lemon chicken into the picture? Mmm, got it. Don't even need to grill it. (laughs) People are crazy. So if I'm supposed to just think these good things into existence without any kind of knowledge base or experience or help, If I'm supposed to just think those things into existence, well, you need to explain how you're going to get that. You can't. So, yes, you're asking the question, can somebody help you? The answer is yes, they can. But make sure you're reaching out for qualified help. There's nothing wrong with these TV shows. There's nothing wrong with these podcasts. There's nothing wrong with, you know, just not knowing. There's nothing wrong with not knowing and especially asking questions so that you will know. Or reaching out to the people that, you know, you think have it, you know, down and and they know what they're talking about. There's nothing wrong with that. But what I am saying is at a certain point, you've got to kind of hit a speed bump where you're like, whoa, I I keep hitting this speed bump. Maybe I should slow down because I almost tore up my whole front end, my whole bottom the last time I was going too fast. Maybe I need to slow down. And, and stop and, and maybe smell the roses. I had a, a, a coach explain that one day. He's like, yeah, you got to stop and smell the roses every now and then. And this is coming from like a, a big, strong, muscular, uh, you know, macho coach. Yeah, you got to stop and smell the roses, young man. People get it now. You get old enough, you start to see like uh, you don't have everything. You really don't. And when you pretend like you do, that is the biggest sin that is the biggest issue. So yeah, hopefully this is helpful to you all. I just, I just want to make sure that people are reaching out uh, and and reaching up in the right direction, you know, as we move forward, because I get it. It's coronavirus. We're, we're mass mandate. We can't do as much as we, you know, normally would at this time. Our little kids don't know, but we know as adults. And, you know, some of us are going to comply. Some of us are just pissed off. And that that's why I, I, I kind of feel for everybody because I watch the news sparingly. And, you know, when people are flipping out and looking like the enemy and that you feel like they're doing the wrong thing, what I'm really doing is seeking to understand because I do understand. People have just had enough. And do we get a little bit too political sometimes? Of course. Do we get so holy and high spiritual sometimes that we don't, you know, let our feet touch the ground of course yes we do but we should never lose that connection where we just stop looking at reality for what it is and looking at reality for the gravity that it is it's still pulling you to the ground and and people want to act like they can levitate so peace and love you all i love you all hope you love me back um you will find your help and you are, you, you're actually already helping yourself. You're wondering if anybody can help you. And you're actually helping yourself already. Just continue. Just keep moving forward. Just keep doing what you're doing. Because it does have a path. And when you find people that chin check you and fact check you, don't reject them. You need to hear that. You need to hear that. If you're not going to go to the qualified help, if you're not going to go to the professionals, You're going to get hit with exactly what you need to hear, whether you like it or not. It might screw you up a little bit, might make you a little bit nauseous, but digest that. Let it hit what it needs to hit. Because if you keep coming out with these questions, people are going to keep coming out with answers. And that's not so that you isolate yourself and hide from society. It's so that you'll change and be better. All right, y'all. I love you. I hope you love me back. Peace and love. I'll see you soon.